whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? How's oh, your tin can working? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are here to rant and rape. A couple of announcements. We've been talking a long time about how we're trying to grow and we're going to, we're working on new things and get new equipment. Well, that's going to have to get a real fast push because Dana's microphone is broken. (laughs) (laughs) We spent approximately probably 45 minutes trying to diagnose, but I am proud. I feel like we took it into our own hands. I'm not a super tech savvy person but i, I think wouldn't we, say i am either yeah i think we both went through all the possible steps and we had uh, camera issues we did fix that yep uh the microphone is not fixable correct so, so picture like how we hear sound how we hear how we sound right now um then maybe this isn't the episode for you <laughs> this is one of those times where i wish more than anything that i knew how to well, just draw, quite frankly, but do graphic design because I would insert a cartoonish like can with a string to you and it would look like we were talking through that for the entire episode. Because that's probably what it's going to sound like. (laughs) I just have to apologize to you and anyone who sees this soon, which I will first let me apologize for saying that we're getting it out and then not doing it. I shot something this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and so I've been very, very busy. Yes. Um, and now hopefully things will slow down a little bit and I can get this video and stuff out. Um, life happens. Life happens. And when you get to do something creative, that always is not even a question. Uh, I feel very lucky. Yeah. Yes. Uh, It's something that I have just been saying. It feels like a peek inside my heart. So Mm -hmm. it's about plants. It's really sweet. I love that. It's Mm -hmm. sweet. And Mr. Rogers meets plants with me. (laughs) You as Zinnia. That's right. So anyway, that was very fun. It's kept me very, very busy. But now it's in other people's hands. (laughs) So hopefully I'll be able to work on our stuff and get myself a microphone. (laughs) Perfect timing. Just excellent. We're going to be really vulnerable here. This microphone and pop filter and stand and icicle, four different components, is all still being provided to me by the grace of a colleague and friend of Dana's. Yes. Alan bought me a microphone, a pop filter, and an arm, and I never set it up. He gave it to me for the holidays. I know. I'm, I've repeatedly told you i'm a little jealous i do not have that fancy setup your sweet husband bought for you and now i have nothing so (laughs) i'm gonna be driving this on over to you (laughs) well listen things happen whatever but i also am just gonna put out there real quick i don't know what today's gonna look like um, I know what I look like. Uh, Dan Tipton went to work with my entire bag of makeup in his car. So no. you are staring at 
I did find like a brow pencil so I don't look like an alien. But the rest uh, of this is unnatural. Excuse me. Did you curl your eyelashes? Because your lashes look phenomenal. No. Okay. Yeah. Your lashes look amazing. <laughs> I see a shark in the background. There's a shark in my house. There's little <laughs> shark jammies. Ah. His papa bought them those. They have a hood. It makes it, it's like full, full. Footy. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's so nice. That's a um, So anyway, things are crazy at my house. Things are crazy in my life. I'm completely exhausted. I look horrible. And you do not. But this is really sad. People don't get that. Well, by people, I mean people that don't wear makeup. But. It's not like, oh, I'll just run to the corner convenience store and get whatever. It's everything. It's yeah, multiple well, things. And it's a lot of money in that bag. That's right. And I just did not have the desire even to. Uh, I was uh, like, well, maybe I'll stop by the, you know, CVS or something. Because I did have a lunch with someone today. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Let's see what they've gotten wet and wild. But I didn't. I just was like, Kira gave me some powder. I was like. Done. Powder. I mean, this. You look great. If that's no. you, oh, natural, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm 40 shades of hives right now. Okay. So that's you look different. like a porcelain doll. You look like a porcelain doll. You're hilarious. <laughs> um, all right. Should we do our show? <laughs> sure. Uh, we've both had crazy weeks. I don't think we need to go through. How was your week? Because your week was insane. I don't know that you want to talk about it. No, maybe next week I'll talk about the good stuff that happened on my trip. Yeah. But I did have a magical couple of days, as magical as I could. We'll talk about that in our next episode. Yes. Spoiler alert. Didn't see a manatee, but saw a shitload of iguanas. There's, I hear there's your peak into massive, the future. That's a massive problem right now, isn't it? Iguanas. What, the iguanas? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I've never been at a beach where I'm on a lounge chair and go, oh, <laughs> there's a three and a half foot long iguana staring at me. I saw this guy on Instagram and it's one of those shows where he doesn't get harassed by animal rights activists mm -hmm. because the iguanas are taking over. And so he is hired a lot of times to like cull the population and you can go on boat trips with him to do that. Oh God. I had one as a pet briefly in college. I wanted a snake and my mom sat over my dead body and she agreed on an iguana and Okay, but iguanas can be mean. They can also They don't need to be pets. Yes, they bit he bit me. Yeah. And he did not need to be a pet and he was and donated to a Montessori school that had a farm. They will beat you with that tail. <laughs> I also you didn't know that if you don't keep upgrading the size of their tank that they don't grow. And somebody came to look at mine and he goes, how old did you say this is? And he's like, have you ever, when's the last time you upped his tank? I'm like, huh? It's fine for him. He's like, they don't grow if they're not in like double the sun. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be pets. Dee -dee 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 -dee. The more you know, get a freaking, get a gecko or a bearded dragon or a chameleon. My personal obsession. I, they're just the cutest things I've ever seen. Why are we talking about iguanas, Dana? I... Because I'm tired and you're tired and we yep. don't know what we're doing. I know. Let's just jump into rants. Let's yeah? let's talk about it. This phone 
business. Okay. So you guys will probably be able to relate a little bit, but I had a weird thing happen today. <laughs> I guess there's this massive thing going on because I have seen my friends talk about it, mm -hmm. uh, reply, whatever. So there's a scam where they'll send you a picture. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, this happened to Jessica too. <laughs> Jessica, would you mind reading the text that came along with your picture first, and then we'll get into mine and why it's a little bit creepy. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, where this are we? This is also okay. such a, by the way, meaningless rant. We're just it is, but I love that you got one weird. and so did I. Yes. Because I haven't seen anyone post about this on social media. I have. I just happened I have to, oh, you of, have. I've had a couple of guy friends that are replying, which we'll get into. Only one guy showed me it. It was a guy that I work with. And the picture of the woman was like Well, they don't know what crazy. you're talking about. Read okay, yes, it's thing. <laughs> so this came in on March 21st at 4.41 p.m., the perfect time for a booty call. <laughs> Hi! Exclamation point. You probably don't remember me, but I was hoping you, the letter U, would be, the letter B, willing to help me have a little relaxation Today, like the last exclamation point, and then it's a picture of the woman. Now, let's see. Yeah, hold it real close. You... There we go. People can see it. Can <laughs> blonde, see... freckled, right. strawberry mm -hmm. blonde, freckled, strawberry blonde. Looks nothing like you. So this is not the first time that I have done this, but I have tried to pretend that I'm someone that I'm not. Let's just put it that way. And it's only when somebody's being a, like a dirty birdie. I've never done it to a friend. I've never even done it to an enemy. It's with a complete stranger if somebody gets weird. So I replied. I can't believe you replied. <laughs> well, first of all, I will say this. I went through a lot of effort trying to see how to block the number. And oh. you can't. I guess if you were going to block someone's number, you'd have to go through your service provider. I no, thought there was like, no, well, I have an no? iPhone. You don't. Okay. So yeah. My phone wouldn't let me. Wouldn't let me. So I was just getting enraged and I wrote, I'm a cop. And you are. Clearly... What? <laughs> I only said three lines. I said, I'm a cop. <laughs> I'm a cop, and you are clearly spam. Get a life. No cop would say get a life. I know. <laughs> it was so all over the place. I don't know why I didn't just go for it when I'm like, I'm a cop. There is a patrol car headed to your house right now. I have seized your records with Verizon, and you will face two to three years. You will face two to three years in jail for impersonating another human being <laughs> like you impersonating a cop which is an actual crime <laughs> get a life get a life okay yes, I thought that even if they didn't believe me or were scared that that would just shut them up like sure. okay this person's <laughs> not falling for it whatever okay. instant reply Want to hang out? Oh. Mm-hmm. So somebody likes that authoritarian figure. No, no. I didn't reply. And then 10 minutes later, they sent another message. Oh, damn. He must have changed his number, pound sign. 
I hope I am not bothering you, the letter U. So uh, that is like someone catfishing. I don't know. I just, they finally stopped replying after that. That was the whole okay. anticlimactic so, thread. So I got one of those today, and I will read it to you. Mine also came at uh, 104, 104 p.m., hot sexy time. Uh-huh. Mine was a little bit different. It says, and I don't even understand this. <laughs> It says, David Jack, comma, what? I finally found your number, comma, you drive my car photo I still keep, comma, excuse me, comma, is you. No period, no nothing, okay? So it's a picture of like a handsome older Asian man, uh-huh. silver fox looking, got a cool, some kind of biker leather coat on. Yeah, like There's a snow. There's snow. There's a, a convert. They're in a convertible. Nice car. Real nice. I don't know much about cars, but it looks pretty. The thing that weirds me out is, and I will hold it up. It looks like me. Okay, let me. My shoot. Is it gonna do it? No. Uh, uh, it's peeking in like there ever. Look. Hold it. Hold it. There she is. She, there she is. Okay. I sent that to my husband immediately. And he said, Where the hell are you? He goes, I don't remember you shooting that. I go, it's not me. I love it. I sent it to Jessica. I mean, am I wrong? Even my family was like, why does that look like you? And I said, I mean, even my friend Kate, who was like, yeah, it's a scam. It's a scam. Later, she texts me back. She goes, but it is weird. It does look like you. Mine was a blonde woman. <laughs> you know, when you zoom in on it, you can tell it's not me. But at a distance, Indeed. it looks like me. It's also weird because why did that picture include a guy in the background? Oh, yours didn't, did it? Uh-uh. I don't know. And it creeps me out because it came to myself. Phone. Uh huh. Me too. And I told I was you, like, Who is this? I used to get a lot of calls from prison and stuff. You know, they were looking for Pamela Tucker. Oh my God. <laughs> family. And like, look, there's pieces. That is not okay. Did you get the calls where they're like, and you hear like the click and then the silence, and then it's like San Luis Obispo Correctional Facility, yes, facility with a collect call for Dana Carroll or. Collect call from it's always collect from inmate blah blah. I don't know anyone in prison. (laughs) I, yeah, it's a little weird because I do get texts from time to time that are Mm -hmm. random and weird. Like, I guess if you search hard enough, you can find me. Please don't. It's really creepy. I'm not even going to put any ideas in people's I guess we heads. all get those, like, I think you're pretty hot kind of texts from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I don't know who you are because I'm not using my real number. Okay. <sighs> you do know who I am, do I? Okay. Well, whatever. I More than once, I get those kinds of things. And uh-huh. so I'm always a little bit like, eh, yep. <laughs> about things. Unless, you know. If it's a friend joking with me, I can usually hear their voice. Of course. You know what I mean? I, uh-huh. I can step that out. But I can tell when it's not somebody I know. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> How did you get my number? 
Did you ever have any requests from men of the military when you were on MySpace back in the day? I was never on MySpace, so oh. I missed that opportunity. Well, I bet you would have <laughs> also been uh, the apple of many a man's eye. Well, there's a certain type of man that really likes me, and it's always for weird reasons. <laughs> I'm taken. <laughs> <laughs> but like why are all these weirdo scam things happening now like i don't I, know it's so it's seriously I have a weird whose facebook got hacked like i got the weirdest like far right weirdo really and an aunt and it went to 35 people and i was like yeah no she got hacked <laughs> oh no 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 I was like, 35 people on a text uh-uh yeah i don't that's, know what's... that's next no. level but I feel like this stuff is happening a lot. Why? How is this happening and why? What's the point and who is it hurting? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, we're smart enough to be like, I ain't answering that. It's some weirdo that's probably not even, like, we've watched too many documentaries. Uh-huh. But I worry about, like, older people or. Of course. You know, my dad's a widower and he got catfished. Um, I mean, he wasn't looking. My sister uh-huh. had signed him up for a dating thing and. She was like, no, this is a catfish. I know it. And yep. so they started toying with the person. And of course it was. Yep. Um, so they target widowers and elderly and stuff like that. But like, how weird. If well, you are listening to this and mm-hmm. you have experienced this, please let us know if your photo looks yes. like you. <laughs> <laughs> and just while we're on this subject about catfishing and all this fraud and scams and spam and everything else, I now, no matter what, because yeah, I've gotten like a fraud alert for a credit card or if I'm like out of state, right? right and I'm like, right. oh, I didn't mark that I'm going to be traveling or whatever. Right. I never click the link now. And I learned that from like somebody at DWP years ago. They're like, don't ever click. They're like, go not to our email, site. Not yep. attack. Go to our site independently and sign in and you'll either have a notification or she goes, always call us. We have record of all of this. So that's what I do. If I get a message from my bank or it's like there's that, then I log into my bank app independently of that text. And I'm like, oh, shoot, this is real. Or you've saved yourself getting your account drained or whatever else these people do. Totally. I hate people. Well, anyway, oh. be careful, y'all. Be careful who you text into because Jessica yep. will come right back at you. Oh, time for nine. Sorry, my alarm just went off. <laughs> no worries. Um, Jessica will text you and tell you she's a cop. I will. I'm, I'm a cop. I'm a cop, and you are clearly spam. Get a life. Get a life. I literally went from hero to zero. <laughs> That's a direct quote from Can't Buy Me Love. <laughs> it's almost like you were 87 years old. And you were like, I'm going to scare this whippersnapper. I'm going to them I work for the law. <laughs> Which also, by the way, is a crime. I know. <laughs> I know. You do work for the law, and you should know that's a crime. <laughs> I wonder if I should tell them at my next job. Or if I, I don't think you should tell myself. anyone. Except I probably shouldn't. Millions of people that will listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your secret's safe with all of us. I'm dying. All right, let's get to your rant. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so this is, um, I'm just going to be really transparent. I had sent this to Dana, you know, yeah, uh, for her to read. Uh -huh, from a listener bad. named Schmes <laughs> Say it again, Dana. It's from a listener named Schmesica, who's married to Helen. Mm -hmm. Is it Schmesica Lang? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so this is the, the most minuscule, mundane, unimportant, non-important. I just made up a word. Inimportant. I like wow. Inimportant. I'm keeping it. Um, because I found this very important. Uh, at the time that it happened. And this Please is regarding... I will say you have an absolute, absolutely a good point. <laughs> so it was um, the last night that we were in Florida visiting my dad and my stepmom. And as I had said, I hadn't seen my family for three years. And we went out to dinner. And afterwards, it was so cute because it was like reminded me of when we were kids. My dad was like, uh, do you guys want to go to Dairy Queen? I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. My dad okay. the Dairy Queen, too. Right? I haven't been there in a million years, so we were all excited. But this is regarding pulling into the parking lot there, which had other businesses, obviously. And there were kids playing in a parking lot in the middle of the street where cars are obviously coming through and trying to park. The parents were standing there doing nothing. The dad was watching them and was kind of smirking or laughing and one of the boys probably the tallest and biggest of them they were probably ages 10 to 14 the tallest one kept kicking one of the boys yeah. not okay all right and they're pushing and whatever they're being super loud hitting each other running around and my stepmom started getting really panicked because she was scared that like one of them was going to jump out and that my dad was going to hit that even though he was going at a snail's pace right but um, anyways, the mother was glued to her phone and didn't look up even once. And that is something that makes me insane. Especially is in a parking lot. In a parking lot. And just please, for crying out loud, I will keep this really short. Pay attention, not just to your kids, which you should be doing. They are not grown adults. No. And pay attention. You cannot. You muted yourself. You got so upset you muted yourself. You guys, this is a really bumpy road tonight. Oh, my God. Um, what was I saying? Oh, that the mother did not look up from her phone. And I was talking about this with my friend Vanessa a few weeks ago when I was with her and her daughter at the park. And the amount of people, whether it's a babysitter, a nanny, a parent, a friend, I don't know who you are, but you are the person that's supposed to be watching all these random kids running around. And this, when I see it, glued to their phones yeah people can still get kidnapped okay even though it's 2022 that hasn't changed also maybe your two to three-year-old climbed up on the big playground that they shouldn't be on certainly not being spotted by you going across and now they're gonna do a face plant down onto the rocks like i did once as a kid because i have no arm strength and tried to go down the fireman pole and i was like whoa you just described me as an adult so <laughs> But seriously, it pisses me off. So my point of this is we were really furious and it caused anxiety when we pulled in. So it was like already annoying. And then we went in and got our ice cream. And then we came outside because it's like 
not a place you can sit. And we're just standing outside trying to just, you know, enjoy a nice ice cream in the summer's eve. And they were still doing it. I mean, we left before they did. And I wanted to say, go home, you animals. (laughs) I did. Hooligans. Filthy hooligans. Yes. (laughs) That's a direct quote from one of the characters in Equus, one of my favorite plays. All right, then. (laughs) This is a quote from a funnier die short that Brooke Shields was in. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yes, but you would not do that. No, you are going to be so upset with yourself if something happens to your child or if your child accidentally does something to somebody's car or kicking their brother. Also, Uh I just, we were never allowed to hit. Now, I would say the dark side of that is that it made me mentally evil. (laughs) I can manipulate a person and they will never know. (laughs) I am so young. (laughs) I can use words like samurai swords. They slice fast, calm, and quiet, but you're eviscerated. Oh, my God. Okay? So that's the dark side of not allowing Mm -hmm. to hit. So maybe we don't allow our children to hit each other, but we put them maybe in a boxing class. Something I've always wanted to do. <laughs> I did boxing for a little bit and I loved it. And then you I shattered my arm and I'll never box again. Uh, that is very true. Yeah. So anyway. And for the best. Uh, <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a shame. And the thing that sucks too is like, I want families to be able to get out and do things. But if you mm-hmm. are not respectful of other people's uh, space and being mm-hmm. able to enjoy themselves as well, you know, that's not community. That's not. I know. Maybe you should go to a park. That's space and there's cars everywhere. But also only if no one's there. You don't do that and ruin other people's times with your yelling, shouting. Now, I'm not talking about kids running around a playground and laughing or having sheer joy. That's a beautiful sound, right? This is like you're being a real a-hole. Okay? Stop it. Yeah, we don't need to be raising baby Jean-Claude Van Damme's. Okay. <laughs> Unless they look and sound like him. Oh, man. I was <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not a fan of JVD. I mean, I don't hate him, but. I was in love with him when I was young. I owned all of his movies on VHS. Well, you're either going to cry laughing or be shocked. I don't know which. I had a real affinity for a Jesse the Body Ventura, the pre-governor years. I'm talking about when he was a wrestler and when he was in Predator. Yes, ma'am. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Whatever. I mean, I like, you know, people to like Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. How do you say it? Everybody says it. Buscemi. Hilarious. That's so cute. Um, I don't know, Buscemi. Wow, wow, wow. Still like him? Ooh, I'll take that. Uh, See, I'll take Benicio Del Toro. I'll take him too. So I'm in a comic book store. Really fell in love with him then. Okay. So nice. That's also a different point entirely, which is a lovely way to bring us into our cleansing breath. But that is proof that 
you can love a person and should love a person based on their personality and how you feel an attraction. It doesn't even mean you have to be sexually attracted to them at whatsoever, but there are so many people I've known in life and they're beautiful people. But if you just never talked to them, you wouldn't even give them right. another glance. Right. And then there are pictures of little Stevie as a firefighter when he was young and you'll be oh like, Oh my God. I, I, I'm not ashamed of it. I love me some Steve. I love me some uh, Benicio, of course. I love me some uh, Jeff Goldblum. You do love him. Do you watch his show? Have you ever seen Sometimes, it? Do you have Disney? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, and I've met him a couple of times out in the wild. And he's just as weird as you want him to be. Oh, God, I love hearing that. Did you ever way off track? This is still rant. And I'm not ranting. I'm just (laughs) objectifying men that I think are talented and handsome. Until he turned into the fly. Still liked him. I'm dead. He still loved her enough to tell her to run. (laughs) That's true. That is very true. He really fought it. I know. Oh my God. All right. Well, listen, our rants this week were not heavy, and I think that's okay. Jessica and I both had heavy, busy weeks. Um, Jessica had some hardship in her family. Mm-hmm. Her trip did, was not what she wanted. I am exhausted to the point that I found myself sitting in a parking lot staring at a concrete wall, full-blown oh picking my nose in my car like a wild animal. What? Just not even kidding. realizing that someone was standing there going, Probably. I don't know. Once I realized what I was doing, like, why are you digging in your nose? Why are you paralyzed? Anyway, that's where we are this week. So that being said, our rants were lighter. (laughs) And that's okay. And that's okay. We're going to take a deep cleansing breath. This is the part of our show where we've just ranted about some things that this week were not very heavy. We're going to... Take a cleansing breath, blow all that negative energy out, that kicking little boy and the weird picture that looks like me. (laughs) 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 We're going to fill up with some goodness. Please take this second to breathe with us. Please, Uh please, please. You'll feel better. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Deep breath in. And... That made me lightheaded. I can't believe I didn't pass out, to be honest. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm up first with corners. Oh, um, boy. I have a fun corner. Uh, this is from, you know, one of Dana's favorites, Oddity Central. I would, before I even look, I'm going to guess that it was written by Spooky. But he, oh, my goodness, written by Spooky on March 28th, 2022. What a lucky guess. <laughs> Jessica and I talk all the time. <laughs> the only writer Oddity Central has. For um, sure. Here we what go. kind of corner is it? Well, Jessica, I would imagine it's a kind of corner that you want to tell people about. Is it a widow of the week? You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? Man has backyard stash of stolen bicycles so big, it can be seen on Google Earth. <laughs> what? Now, I am looking at a picture. It's pretty massive. 
Is this in the movie Lion? <laughs> like, what is happening? I don't know. I need to get further down. Okay, let's just get into this. A man in Ox- Oxfordshire, England, is currently being investigated <laughs> about a pile of over 500 bicycles in his backyard. A stash so big, it literally shows up on Google Earth. A 54-year-old man was arrested after people in his Oxfordshire neighborhood started complaining that his bicycle field backyard had become a breeding ground for rats. Ew. Ew. However, when authorities stopped by the man's home, they expected to find a few bicycles, but nowhere near as many as 500 of them piled up on top of each other. The heap of old bikes has apparently been growing at a steady pace for over five years, and it's now gotten so big that it can be seen on Google Earth. The rats of Nim Tour de France. I mean, I, there's a picture here. I'll send it to you. Maybe we can post it this week. Yes. It's pretty crazy because it's not like he's fixing them up. They, if I, if I walked past this, it's so massive. I might be like, is that actually an art installation? Oh my God! They're just in a heap. <laughs> Like the Watts Towers or something. They're not fixed up. They're broken. And they're literally just in a heap. Yes. Let me. Maybe Holy I can get God. at least a small. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, wow. I see. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. post it. It's pretty massive. And it's like you're not. First of all, you can never. You're 54. I mean, maybe if you rode a bike every day, a different bike. You know, I just don't think at 54 you need 500 bicycles. <laughs> Also, I wish it was the kind of case where it's like, man finds over 500 discarded bicycles, restores them, and hands them out to toys for tops. Right. Like if he was fixing them up to give them away or something. Yes. Oh, no. They're just... um... Provide free community bicycles in a town where maybe that could be someone's mode of transportation. No, they're just piled up taller than the shed, almost over the picket fence. That's crazy. Um, and somebody's, I'm pretty sure, tidy whitey briefs are hanging from the porch. Oh, my God. That's um, his for sure. But listen, he's <sighs> made his mark. I mean, he, I'm not on Google Earth. I don't want to be on Google Earth. I was in front of a store I worked at every time the satellite goes around. Okay. Like there's a picture yeah. of everyone's house and all that. Multiple times, Alan would send me a picture zoomed in and it would be like, hee, 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 hee. And it would be my big fat ass. Jessica, uh, don't talk about my friend like that. Like this. What? <laughs> but I'd be like outside, like rearranging stuff we had on set. And it was always like a picture of Moon River. <laughs> and I would be so horrified. Alan's like, when people Google the store, that's the picture that comes up. Oh, no. Oh, God. I was so mortified. Well, at least they update them every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> it managed to catch me multiple times. No. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, guys, <laughs> give your broken bikes away, I guess. Don't stack them. It, what a sad, like, uninteresting thing to hoard. like why there's just no there's no good reason for it it's not appreciation of them because you're just throwing them exactly i don't know anyway it's weird i could even recycle the metal i bet for crying out loud are you gonna cry what's happening (laughs) i'm like i knew a company that used to take scrap metal (laughs) um okay 
We will move into a um what is it? A, you have a, a corner. Yes, a follow-up corner. This is from Hi. one of our listeners that we love and we chat with, April. Thank you so much for sending this in. Y'all, yeah. I love, and this has happened in the past, when our listeners hear a news story that's a follow-up to something that we I know, I love it. About in the corner, a rant, a rave, whatever. So remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about that really swift move on the part of a woman who uh, was running for the U.S. House um, of Representatives, and she got drunk at a middle school sleepover. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Acted not appropriately. Mm -hmm. So this is from the New York Times. U.S. House candidate ends run after uproar over behavior at sleepover. Now, I'm not laughing about that, but I think she's done the right thing, right? Abby Broyles of Oklahoma said on Thursday that she had checked into rehab to focus on myself and my happiness weeks after apologizing for drinking and swearing at children. A Democratic candidate for Congress in Oklahoma has ended her campaign one month after she apologized for verbally abusing children attending a sleepover at a friend's home. Why was she there to begin with? I don't know. Why was she spending the night? I don't know. I don't want to have a sleepover with anybody. Right? I get no privacy. Like, I, <laughs> I want to have a sleepover with, like, a ooh, fun is uh-huh. me. Okay. Get me a hotel room and I will have a blast with me. <laughs> For real, though. So, Abby Broyles was a former investigative television reporter who ran an unsuccessful campaign for the U.S. Senate and said she was ending her bid to represent Oklahoma's 5th Congressional District to go to rehab. In the essay, Ms. Broyles, 32, described how she hit rock bottom after the sleepover incident last month. She described being in an emergency room on March 2nd, less than two weeks after the apology. I drank heavily in my hotel room more than 1,300 miles away in an effort to hide and took sleeping pills, anguishing and pain reading about myself on social media and in tabloid articles. Miss Broyles also said she had struggled with mental health issues, including self-worth, severe anxiety, and insomnia for about 20 years. Miss Broyles, who did not immediately respond to a request for comment, has said that she has no memory of what happened during the February 11th sleepover, where mm-hmm. she had mixed alcohol and sleep medication. Oof. Such a bad, 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 I mean, dangerous combo. I've personally known people that have died from that combination. It is not ever to be done. Um, Eight girls ages 12 and 13 attended the sleepover. I don't know why we needed to know that they watched Titanic. No, I didn't need to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, the point is, uh, as she's being interviewed, she said she had blacked out, said that her friend who was hosting the sleepover had given her medicine that she had never taken before. Um, alone in the hotel room this month, Miss Broyles became overwhelmed with self-doubt, surrounded by empty wine and liquor bottles. I stared at the dark circles under my eyes in the bathroom mirror, and this time I just didn't just tell myself I'm not good enough. This time I told myself I was done. I don't remember what all I drank before I sent a couple of suicidal texts to close friends and sent out a tweet that said, you guys win. I'll just kill myself. Did she really? 
I didn't know this. I didn't either. And she said, I blacked out and woke up on a gurney. So um, I'm really glad, actually. Um, again, thank you, April, for sending this in because there's nothing funny about this. Yeah. Um, this is tragic. And this is somebody who, again, sadly, it's been way too close to me uh, with people that I've lost to addiction. And I'm grateful to hear that this woman is getting help and how horrific that you are running for one of the highest, you know, like well-known offices of government in our country and to publicly tweet that out and be that low and uh, in the depths of despair, that is absolutely tragic. And I'm really glad that friends went and found her and got her to the hospital and hopefully she will recover and uh, be able to take a different path in life. I absolutely believe people deserve a second chance. Mm -hmm. And luckily again, thank God she wasn't in a car and things like that. So also like, you know, I'm sure she's learned about herself, like how to, you know, I can't imagine being 32 and running for an office. Right. Maybe you're pushing too hard, you know, especially if you're battling addiction, because I do think that's a battle and it's a lifelong battle. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, I'm just glad that she's getting that. Totally. But also I would say to most adult women, I don't think you need to go to sleepovers. No. Uh, unless it's like a girl's trip with a a dear friend. Fine. Sure. Uh But, If you were like, hey, we're going to have a sleepover with a couple of boys. Do you want to come over and spend the night? I'd be like, no, 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 thank you. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Watch a movie, make some popcorn. I guess lastly, we should just say, though, please don't ever, ever mix your sleep medication in your No, alcohol. no, 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 no. Please don't. It's, it's very deadly. Mm-hmm. Or it can permanently damage your yeah. organs, like lots of horrible things. Exactly. Reach out to somebody first. Even if you just reach out to a hotline, it's a yes. stranger that can help you get through the moment. Like, 100%. Don't take that sleeping pill if you've had alcohol. Please do not. Okay. All well, right. The goodness of our show. The yes. Um, again, thank you for sending that in. Yes. Uh, you said April sent it, right? Mm-hmm. And I always love a follow up. I do too. Yes. Also, I'm trying to remember what we said. I'm sure I made fun of her. I think maybe that's not what she did. So did I. I was like, okay, yeah, you don't remember. I doubt it. We're comedians. We get in trouble. Follow up, cool boy. Follow up corner turned into a corrections corner. Okay. A real check of a of a mindfulness corner. Yes. Wee wee wee. Okay. <laughs> Into the raves. Um, my rave this week is called Health in the Hood. You can find them at healthinthehood.org. Uh, I'm going to read you their mission and just a short thing about them. I love this very much. Mm-hmm. Our mission is to provide equal food access for all, one community garden at a time. At mm. Health in the Hood, we connect families to wellness through urban farming, free produce distribution and nutri- nutrition guidance, and other community engagement programs. We create local food ecosystems to make healthy eating attainable, sustainable, and fun. 
I love this so much. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I spoke earlier about that. I had shot something, um, a project this past weekend. And, you know, we all talk about how I am a pandemic plant parent. Mm -hmm. I, uh, fell in love with plants over the pandemic. I've always loved them, but I killed everything. And my mom was the same way. And when my mom passed is when that changed for me. And I went on this journey of just creating a jungle in my home. Yeah. And this show that uh, I have been blessed to be able to make uh, teaches children about sustainable gardening, about plants uh, and life lessons through gardening, uh, patience, you have to have patience with plants, nurturing, you know, we nurture our plants and that's why they grow beautiful. And an example of that is, you know, in our show, we talk about, does a loved one ever ask you about your day? That's nurturing. They're caring for you and nurturing you. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, you are also giving back to them and saying, you know, that's nurturing them as well. It's Mm -hmm. been, you know, learning all these life lessons through plants and, one of the things that that brought me to in developing this show was a community garden. That is mm-hmm. not something that I had grown up around. Sure. Me so neither. I, not, I, had never, I want to say to every single one of you right now, mm-hmm. find the community garden in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There is one everywhere. Yep. They even and do it on rooftops in New York City. Yes. And you may not be able to get a plot, but I am telling you, just go. The peacefulness of it, the one over by me, uh, there's a cactus garden, there's a butterfly garden. Uh, you can walk through every, right past everybody else's plots, and you, mm-hmm. it's impossible to get a plot. But I just literally went over there and started talking to people. And Love it was it. lovely because they're so proud of their gardens. They want to show you. They want to teach you. Mm-hmm. And people give you cuttings and flowers and yes. And it promotes fellowship and community and unity and it's giving back to your community. And even if you just go there for a walk and you meet the little Dutch lady who takes care of the far right Mm. corner, which happened to me, it's incredible. Like we shot in this community garden, everyone working there was like, I got to find a community garden near me. This place is awesome. Now this community garden is created to teach the children. I love to that. To teach that next generation, the sustainable gardening to mm-hmm. help our planet. You know, um, it just, I'm sorry, it nourishes, it strengthens communities when you harvest health. That's on their website. Please check them out. Again, that is healthinthehood.org. You know, they do urban farming, free produce distribution, all of that. Please look at them. There's all kinds of like health history, especially in lower income communities. Um, You can connect with them. You can connect with simple ideas for your own garden community. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Healthinthehood.org. It's amazing. I love it. It's really cool. They had one by a place I used to work and I loved walking by it because also people would decorate it and like everyone's little plot had their own personality. The little lady I was telling you about who was so friendly, by the way, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was visiting with my grandmother. She has a little rock area that when it Mm -hmm. rains, water gathers two little bridges that go over. She's got statues. That's so cool. Like a little um, gazebo thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's stunning. It's stunning. 
There's so many amazing things. Yes. Toys in her garden plot because there are little girls that come with their grandmothers on the weekend and they come play in her garden. That's what you get at a community garden. I love it. If you need a friend, go to a community garden. I'm not kidding. For sure. And again, like you said, what a lesson to teach a kid from literally the seed up. And then for them to get to experience the whole cycle of that, my friend's a kindergarten teacher and she always would plant something each season for the kids and the joy that they got. They're like, we grew these pumpkins. Oh, they love it. It's so good. I and... This St. Patrick's Day, you know, shamrocks. Are mm-hmm. And so they made shamrock cookies, ate them. He made a shamrock. My son brought it home. Cute. And I was able to go, did you know that mommy has two shamrocks? What? showed him the purple and the green and i said he goes that's a shamrock and i said yes she's asleep right now let's check her out in the morning when she's open he loved it of course oh that's so magical and cute our magic they really anyway i love it healthinthehood.org i love it so this uh, that rave Dana had sent me, and also she sent this one, and it's really kismet because they're both in uh, involving plants and food, and this is something that I'm very excited about, and the U.S. is way behind the times yeah. with composting. Like in Canada, the local municipality provides you with three bins, and it's not an option whether you want to or not. You will be fined. They do have people that monitor and check to make sure that people aren't just doing stuff willy-nilly. There's trash, which is straight-up trash. There's recycling, and there's compost. And their compost, you even put paper towels, yes. uh, napkins, paper plates, That's bamboo cutlery and stuff. That goes I in have a, compost. I have my own personal composter, and I can do Oh, that. yeah. I forgot that you have that. I'm still yeah. wanting you to get a worm farm. I know. I kind of want to, but that's a bigger setup than what I I have. (laughs) (laughs) So this is um, LA Compost, www.lacompost.org. As a community-based nonprofit, we support a healthy transition where food is never wasted, but returned to the soil for um, for the next cycle of life. Now, let me pull this up specifically. Um, California made reprocessing of food waste mandatory this year. So this is, again, brand new for California. I don't know what states do or don't compost. When SB 1383 became law January 1st, every city and county was obligated to offer a way for residents and businesses to separate leftover food from the rest of their trash. The scraps and other organic material, like yard trimmings, make up about half of the garbage previously hauled to landfills, according to Cal Recycle. That created enough gas to make landfills California's third largest methane source. So that's pretty major. We are the livestock capital of the United States. That's a fact. Damaging to our planet. So we've got the methane. We are providing more beef to this country than any other state. I don't know what is second, but for just food that's rotting amidst trash is causing this methane gas, it's horrible. So while the city of Los Angeles finalizes its plans for separate curbside pickup of food waste, 
Organizations such as LA Compost have provided an alternative for the environmentally conscious. The organization got its start in 2012 with brothers Michael and David Martinez and their family and friends using bicycles. I mean, can we come full circle anymore on this show? They could use one of those 500 bicycles. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fitted with cargo trailers to collect leftover food. LA Compost, and you can find them on Instagram at LA Compost, now receives food scraps weekly at Farmer's Markets in Atwater Village, Highland Park, and Silver Lake, and at another drop-off point in Elysian Valley. The group's goal is to have collection points at 20 markets by the end of 2023. Great. So great. With the pandemic prompting all manner of lifestyle changes, composting has been a national, a natural beneficiary, with drop-offs jumping at all LA compost-supported locations, which include compost co-ops, schools, libraries, and ding, 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 community gardens. Total collection of food scraps by LA Compost reached 804,000 pounds in 2021. Oh my gosh. Nearly 70% more than in 2019. That's incredible that they exceeded by 70% in one year's time and during a pandemic to do something to benefit everyone. Yes. I love this. Last but not least, the goal of the new state law is to reprocess 75% of all green waste by 2025. It's amazing. That means redirecting 17.7 million tons of organic material, equivalent to the weight of more than 9.5 million cars. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, that's massive. Come on. That's a huge impact. It's huge. So if you have the means, if you're a homeowner, I am not. I can't compost. I wish because I'm that person that always would be in Starbucks and be like, they give coffee grinds for compost. And I would like oftentimes say, pick I, up the bags and I'm like, what am I doing? I t- my, I sprinkle them in my plants and I put them in my Please? compost. <laughs> God dang it. Anyways, compost if you can. Please. It's good. And also it gives you great soil if you do have planties. I keep thinking about that man that uh, you told me about with the banana peels, the banana peel water. Or you can dry them out and grind them into a powder and just sprinkle it over your soil. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's a lot. You can find a a lot of our listeners know this kind of information. Can't fight. Wait a minute. I just got a message. I sounded like a bar. Oh, Lucy. I was like, what cat just barked? No, it was the cats. They fought. I just got a message. It's from David Moyer. He said, this episode was really plantastic, Dana. I don't think that David Moyer has your cell phone number. I'm going to reply to him right now. I'm a cop. I am a cop. (laughs) And this is clearly spam. Get a life. Oh, my gosh. But honestly, haven't we wanted to tell David Moyer to get a life for a long time? (laughs) Listen, I'm sure David Moyer is a wonderful guy. He's a very punny writer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. This was a train wreck of an episode. And solo energy, and yet we came in at 56 minutes and 34 seconds. What? I feel like we're in a time warp, like some kind of weird alternate universe today. (laughs) 
I do too. I'm so tired. I am too, but I was so grumpy. And as usual, now I'm not. Yeah, I'm glad. I don't want you to have to feel grumpy. You made me laugh and I feel better. I'm not kidding. I'm so glad. I feel better too, but I'm still going to go to bed after this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can you please tell people how to get a hold of us? That would have been nice. Yes. Uh, please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. Send us an email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. I know I always say it. You can email us and I mean, you can contact us however you want. But uh, Instagram, again, seems to be the preferred platform for our listeners. And I personally love their uh, messaging system because it's so easy and you can pull it up and click the links and email's great too. What up, skis? What up, skis? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, (coughs) for some reason, I'm coughing a ton. Um, Mm. Is there anything you're watching that you need to share? Bridgerton uh, season two has started. I know that. I um, have never seen the first season. Oh, that's right. I enjoyed that. It'll be interesting to see how it is without the guy we all love. Okay. Um, our flag means death. I'm sorry. I'm in love with that show. I know. You love that black beard. Something fierce. Oh, Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh, Taika Waititi. I just want to hear him sing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's so funny, so talented. That show, Reese Darby is amazing. Actually, a bunch of our friends are popping up in that show, too. Mm-hmm. You know I want to see Minx. I know. We have a friend in that, too. I auditioned yep. for that. I didn't get it. Listen, there's a lot of jobs I don't get, guys. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to my world. It's painful. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I think that's all I'm kind of watching. You know what, Jessica? You and yeah. I, we're hustlers. We're taking over the world. We're gonna, we are. We're going to be something someday. I have something to leave us with. I saw the unfortunate, uh, as we all did by now, between Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. But I will say this. The only other moment that I saw a clip of that was a beautiful, beautiful moment was when Lady Gaga came out with Liza. And Liza Minnelli is in a wheelchair now, and I don't want to speculate, but seem obviously she's older, and there's clearly yeah. something maybe neurological or something going on. And um, Lady Gaga kept holding her hand, and at one point you could hear her whisper, but it, you know it was picked up on the mic, and she said, "I've got you, I've got your back." And it was just such a beautiful moment of strength of like a younger woman who you know, I mean, who didn't. It, who still isn't amazed by Liza and all her glory. Right. Original Sally Bowles. She was the cutest thing ever in Arthur with Dudley Moore. Come oh on. gosh. Yes. Cabaret. Yeah. That was, I mean, she's iconic. She is. Yeah. And I saw her live once and my God, what a treat, but I loved that. And uh, let's just think about that. Um, it's really nice to lift each other up instead of tearing each other down. I think we need a lot more of that right now. And uh, we need to focus on, I know what it is. I'm sorry. I think I even screenshot this exact thing to read. Uh, this was from the Hollywood reporter. And this is 
referring to last night. It says, sorry, Coda team. It's unlikely anybody will remember your sincere best picture acceptance. Sorry, Jessica Chastain. That was a powerful end to your speech, but that's not what we're talking about. Sorry, Ariana DuBose and Coatser, both trailblazing supporting performance winners. Sorry, Kenneth Branagh, who I really thought had won an Oscar previously, but now definitely has. Sorry, Dune, but congrats on all of those technical wins. Sorry, Encanto, and I bet you all wish we were talking about Bruno. And the whole point of this was all of these beautiful, groundbreaking, incredible moments that happened, and it was overshadowed, as usual, uh, by toxic masculinity, as somebody labeled it. So yeah. let's let's just try to do better. Let's, let's try to do better. It's never okay to put your hands on someone unless you're protecting yourself. Yes. And it's also not okay anymore to make fun of someone who has a medical condition. Correct. So there was a lot of things that went wrong. Yep. And it hurt a lot of people. Yes. Way more than we probably even know. Sure. So um, it's unfortunate. Yep. It robbed a lot of people of life achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Williams sisters' nipples kept coming out. Uh-huh. It was a crazy night. It really was. <laughs> it was a crazy night. And it was an unfortunate night. Um, and we can do better. Yep. So, um, you know, I will leave us with one random weird fact mm-hmm. just to get a taste of that I love it. out of our mouth. Uh, Jessica? Yes. Do you know that girls have more taste buds than boys? No. They do. There you go. I guess we'll be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Jessica. I love you too. I'm glad you're back. I can't wait to hug you and give you some love. Same. We are going to get together because I have Canadian treats for you from Jill Sambor. One Yay. of our favorite listeners. Oh, I love it so much. It's yes. So kind. Oh, you know what? For those of you listening tomorrow, I'm just going to um, call myself out really quick. And I swear we're getting out of here. I still have not sent our two winners. Um, their winnings from okay. Amanda Blake Davis. So I'm letting that be known. And so help me God. They well, will be going out this yourself, week. So you have to get them out this week. <laughs> I do. That's and they're already, they're sitting on my dining room table. I'm not okay. kidding. Well, you're doing just, better than me because I have to get these videos out this week and I don't even have my hard drive out. So <laughs> you're ahead of me. Go get some sleep and everybody have a great, great week. Send us in whatever, whenever we love hearing from you. And, uh, Rants and Raves out. That's a really bad like reference to Ryan Seacrest or something. Wow, you're real reference heavy today. <laughs> I know. I I love you too. Bye. Why does it look like I have kitty ears? Weird. Bye. Bye. <laughs>